0: 3, 2, 1 Welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations yeah! woo, 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 woo! We're back And we're back with a new topic of the month And it is Great is thy faithfulness And great is thy faithfulness Am I right? Yeah God is so faithful And he's done so many miracles in our life Ever since we've gotten saved But I believe that the best miracle I ever in all of our lives is salvation. And um, just the reality of being translated from death to life, just the reality of being on your way to hell and, be- and just believing in someone that you can't see is a miracle, especially for me. And um, yeah, so we, we're just going to celebrate God by recounting our testimonies and recounting our, God's best feats deliverances in our lives Mm -hmm. so yeah so we'll get started and we'll get straight into it so i don't know if uh if you guys listening have ever heard my testimony of how i got saved but i i grew up in church so i don't remember a time where i have not been in church i've always been in church and then yeah just growing up i had a belief that there is a god belief that there is always a higher power like um in science class i would ask why is a giraffe's neck long right and then they're like oh it's to reach the trees and i'm like that doesn't make sense like why is it long why does it why should its neck be long so that it can reach the trees why and they couldn't answer that so i always had a belief in god and i always had um and i had a christian background as well but then uh, I believe I got saved when I was 15. So our senior pastor, Pastor Paul, came uh, to our church and he singled me out because I was sitting at the front. And he's like, hey, you. <laughs> and, I'm, and if you guys have ever met Pastor Paul, he's a scary guy uh, on the surface. But um, yeah, he singled me out. He's like, is Jesus your Lord? And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, and then he's like, so if you're going... If you're if you die today where are you going and then i said heaven he's like why uh i don't know he's Next like, question. <laughs> and he's like do you want to go to heaven do you want to make jesus your lord right now in front of all these people and i said yep and then i prayed the prayer there that is the first time i prayed that prayer i believe i got saved then like god captured my heart and even all throughout that time i didn't I believed in God. I believed in Jesus, but like I was a nominal Christian. I didn't believe in healing. I didn't believe in praying for people. I just believed that He existed. Basically, I didn't really have a relationship. And like I I would, I would share that God existed to other people. Like I would try to um, evangelize in that all the way through uh, throughout high school, but I didn't know God personally. So. Fast forward to twenty, I had a whole bunch of mental problems, mental illness kind of things. I was never clinically di- uh, diagnosed, but to describe like depression, it felt like I just didn't have the will to live. Like despite what I, I despite what I know, everyone is saying. Like I, I hear um, these guys, these guys all encourage me, but I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to. I didn't care anymore. I didn't care about living. And then even Pastor Paul, like someone like Pastor Paul was ministering to me and I was like, I don't care because I don't want to live anymore. And like um, games lost its flavor. Um, There was stuff that I was running to 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 get comfort, like food, um, pornography, movies, all of that stuff, but it all lost its flavor. Um, Outdoors, all the colors seemed like it was black and white. I didn't want to get out of bed like it was so bad and then I reached the point where it was just so much pain and there was no one I could talk to that I believed that could help me so at that point I sought God with with everything I got because if I don't I'll kill myself because I can't take it anymore so I sought God with everything I had with everything I got and I had the ba- uh, the worst day ever. I like, got stopped by cops twice. And then I went home. Uh, this was nighttime and my parents went home. And I uh, tried to unlock the door and the key uh, snapped inside the lock. So I'm, I had to stay outside for ages. And I'm like, God. And then I was super, like I was swearing. I'm like, God, just kill me, please. Why? Why are you letting me go through this crap? So like fully... Fully uh, emotional. And then like that night, I think just so many barriers broke down. It's like what we talked about last week with the trial, how it shapes you. It gives you the opportunity to see God's power. That moment was when God just supernaturally changed me. And that's the first time I had experienced something supernatural. Like, yeah, I went from that super, super depressive state where I didn't care. I didn't even want to get out of it. I was just, I didn't want to feel pain anymore. Yeah, I didn't, I had no uh, vision, no purpose, no reason to get out. And I went from that to leading, uh, to starting this podcast, wanting to do music, having life again, having purpose and vision again. And he did that within a day. And... um. I remember, like I was, I was upset at all of you guys. Like this is um, this is uh,
1: happened in this room. Yeah, yeah it, happened <laughs> it happened in this room. room.
0: Yeah. I was in a really bad state, and I was like, I was very bitter, and I had so much unforgiveness in me. That night, I was still angry, but then in the morning, I felt different, and then I called. I called. I believe, um, I don't know. I think I called everyone, maybe. But I definitely remember Gerard and Jamison I talked to. And I don't know what you guys were expecting when I when I asked if I could talk to you guys. But that moment, uh the the night prior to that, I was supernaturally changed. It was like completely flipped. And then yeah, I just started in like I'm sure you guys expected like I was gonna Oh, here we go again. Yeah, <laughs> like an emotional Yeah, I was scared. Yeah.
1: He's gonna blurt out (laughs) some painful things. Yeah, yeah,
0: but uh, it was the complete opposite. I was just like, God, God did something to me last night, and I think I'm like I'm new. I don't like how I'm feeling right now. I've never felt before. I feel free, and God did that for me. And then, what triggered it? Triggered that um, thing was when I sought God. I realized that everything up to this point, even though I grew up in church, I, I wasn't giving my life to God. I was just going to church. I believed that He exists, and demons believe that He exists. So there's no difference there. The difference was I gave my life to Him that night. I said, Lord, or Jesus, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to do things your way now. I said that. I said, just change me, Lord. I'm yours. And then that night, boom. That's what happened. So that's how I got saved. That's a miracle. Because someone like me, I didn't want to, I'm so stubborn. Like I didn't want to, I don't want to change. I don't want to, I don't know. It's like I was the center of my own universe kind of thing. And yeah, I was the main character. But then God changed my, my perception of everything and made me, a supporting character, and Jesus is the main character. You yeah. know, <laughs> right. yeah. All right, and we'll we'll keep going. So, Cheyenne, how would yeah. you get saved?
2: Mm. So I'll keep this one nice and short because I'll save the rest for later questions. <laughs> uh, but pretty similar to Jello, grew up in a Christian household, Christian environment. Um, very loving family very supportive but yes so i knew a lot about god um went to church like i loved hearing preachings and um you know singing and all of that and it was all like yeah at at that point when i was young worship praise and worship was something to be like emotional in Mm. like if if you're crying then well that's the presence of God mm. which I'm not um, putting down crying or anything because I cry a lot but <laughs> um, but yeah that was just like only like he was only there if you were like if you cried right. uh, Yeah, so that was my concept uh, my understanding of the presence of God in so connecting with growing
0: God. up in church did you always believe in God
2: uh, so when it comes to like the word believe like um so i knew so if if god uh, if any word if anyone were to ask me do you believe in god i w- at that point i would say yes mm. if if i were if they would ask me if i had a relationship or like knew him mm. um that would be a different i believe that would be a different answer i see at that point um yeah so uh so yeah up until up until high school um right even even in high school i was part of this um this christian like this student christian body type thing i don't know what to call it but in um it was called chosen generation and then um yeah i just went because it seemed like the right thing to do like i go to church it just seems the right seems like the right thing to do and i guess up until that point as well that was my motivation for everything cuz i've never done anything different um i've always gone to church so it would just it just seemed wrong for me to do anything like different to that right so i've never explored uh, and i have never questioned i never questioned it before so Around senior year of high school, um, my my dad actually um, he met Pastor Larry, and everyone he knows Mm. how Pastor Larry is, Mm. and so he he met him at work, and um, like I don't know how (laughs) what exactly happened, but dad my dad he was changing, like it was. He he was changing the way he was talking, changing um, like my dad. Not to put him down or anything, but this is the old man, so it's okay. So <laughs> he he would get so like he's known for being very funny, but if you make him mad, he will like it escalates. You give him high blood pressure, and is <laughs> and then you're gone. Um, yeah, and so, um, yeah, but after he met pastor larry um something changed and um yeah to the point i won't go too much into detail but to the point where like um we were in another church at the time prior to harvest now and um yeah he during praise and worship um he just started like singing out loud or not even singing but just shouting in tongues and like in the spirit, and it was just like, and it was something like, you know, if it's if something is like, like really, uh, like in in you, like it's really, it's just really deep. It just felt like really, uh, I, I I don't know, why, the word like girth is like, um, <laughs> like <a> gut. <laughs> yeah, gut. Oh, I'll just say that. Yeah, praise God. So it's just coming from his gut. And then um at that point like um I was uh I was crying. Like I was standing next to him um and we were just like trying to praise <laughs> for what I knew what um praise and worship was yeah. at that point. And um yeah, I I was just standing there and like I just started crying and I had no idea. It wasn't emotional. It was just like, man, something is really different and, and some it, and I tangibly felt it. it was unlike anything i 've ever felt before, and it was it wasn't it wasn't scary, and the looks that we like that my dad was getting from other people it it was like in fear <laughs> they mm-hmm. were like getting scared, mm-hmm. but when standing right next to him like i uh like I honestly felt peace at that point, and it was so crazy because it's like I've never that was the first time ever that I've heard tongues Mm -hmm. and so um um yeah or experienced anything supernatural like that and so yeah from then on um yeah we we met um Pastor Larry, Pastor Chris, Pastor Rod and through them um I realized like Started learning more about God's word. And um, yeah, actually, Pastor Larry was like, um, he started to do like a family Bible study at my house. And he was, he confronted us like, straight up, do you read your Bible? Have you read the Old Testament? When's the last time you read your Bible? And I'm like, everyone in my family was like, eh. <laughs> we couldn't say nothing. <laughs> so, um, yeah and he was like why why mm. <laughs> uh and i'm like hmm good question <laughs> we could say anything mm. for real and um yeah so i was like man like i'm christian <laughs> mm. <laughs> but am i christian mm. like uh, it, that made me question that made me question like who am i yeah. like what what am i doing I thought I was Christian, but maybe I'm not. Mm. Um, And then, so I decided um, from that day well, partially decided uh, because Pastor Larry gave us the assignment to read the Bible starting from Genesis onwards and to have that goal to finish and to, um, yeah, to complete reading the whole Bible. Mm. And so, had that mission didn't complete it in one go but it got me started right. uh, okay and then <laughs> just being honest right okay so um yeah so what got me saved uh that was the beginning of yeah. of um just me questioning of who i really am and right. then um uh, i believe it was one prayer meeting one prayer meeting with pastor rod and um pastor chris as well it was somewhere <laughs> and then uh and then they all started praying in tongues um all uh yeah and they they asked i remember i remember it was me camille and christine my two little sisters uh they uh they all asked us if we wanted to receive baptism in the holy spirit and then like okay and at the same time like receive Jesus mm. um and so at that point i was like okay yes let's uh, i've been questioning it and i i want to i want to do it like properly mm. um yeah and I, like at that point yeah i just wanted to have that relationship i just wanted to have that experience like my dad was having mm. and i'm um, yeah, I wanted to I like that piece. I didn't want to lose it. Mm. Um so praise God I still have it. So <laughs> yeah, so i um that's that's the day I got saved and then after that like I realized like what really um like re- really made it stick it was like knowing my identity. And that was through our pastors, like, just encouraging me and, mm. like, seeing the potential, you know, like, seeing the potential inside of me that I couldn't. No way. So uh, mm. if if you knew me, <laughs> right, if you knew me in high school or any time throughout school, man, I didn't talk. Mm. And Yang's there. He's behind the camera he can testify to that I didn't talk our first two years of of dating well, didn't talk <laughs> I didn't talk he did most of it and praise God he's a patient man but um yes patient and persistent God bless um uh but yeah so he like and for people who who only knew me for a couple like weeks to see potential in me say that oh you, I can see that you'll be a great leader. I can see that you're gonna uh, that you're gonna lead people to Jesus, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, do you, do you know me? But yeah, but they saw something, and I and I really wanted that. I wanted that to be true, and um, yeah, and I I really like sent something like. Yeah, I just wanted that. Mm. And so, um, yes, so that's when I got saved and I took my, like, relationship with God seriously at mm. that point. Yes,
0: mm. that's all. What were, like, what were the things you experienced when you got saved?
2: So, like I mentioned, I've I received that peace mm. as as well as, this is very common to say, but love. Like I, I felt accepted, mm. and I didn't feel like I had to, like for the, like prior to this, I've always felt like I had to work up to be something. Yeah. But I, I really felt like, like what, wow, like, I finally realized, like I realized <laughs> that I didn't deserve it. Mm. And I don't have to work for it because I don't deserve it. Yeah. It's that's what that's what grace is. Yeah. So freely given. Um and yeah, so that for me, like even a couple years into it, like I'm still receiving and still like receiving more and more grace. Mm. And and yeah. So Yeah, what did I experience? Yes, that's it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like With love, it. God's love is something that I don't think anything in the world can replicate because everything else besides God's love you have to earn mm. and it's conditional, like yeah, you yeah. can lose it, mm. you know, and it's like, especially like what you said, like you didn't earn it, you feel like you don't deserve it, yet he still loves, that mm. yeah. that that was that played a huge part in um, my coming back to God or coming to God for the first time, I guess. Because it was like, um, despite everything I said, despite everything I do, he still loves me. I couldn't, I couldn't understand that. But that really affected me. Like, um, do you think if you didn't see your dad do that, do you think you would have responded a different way when they asked you if you wanted to be baptized in the Holy Spirit? Mm.
2: Like, I think. Um, to be honest, I've never thought thought of that. Um, I think if if I were put into a, an environment where I knew people that like like lived the Bible, if I knew Pastor Chris, Pastor Larry, you know, all these people, and eventually like grew to know them and how they lived, mm-hmm. then I probably would have. Yeah. But knowing my dad. And not seeing the change in him, mm. like, that just fast-tracked yeah. everything, I, I I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate. Because, like, when my dad, he used to have, like, super ang- anger management issues. Mm. Like, you say one thing wrong, and it's, like, two weeks. You can't – it's, like, being at the house is unbearable. And, um, like, I was super afraid of my dad. And then Pastor Dean – I uh, was doing like training with him and he changed and then that mm. that i think that was also that also played a part in me being curious about god like oh maybe there's something more mm. like cuz i've been in church my whole life i feel like i've heard everything mm. but then i've never seen anything like that like someone being changed like that mm. and then uh, like pastor paul as well just seeing how he speaks and seeing how he lives it impacts me because i'm like yeah there's no way he's doing that on his own yeah. You have anything else to add, Jane?
2: <laughs> just quickly, yeah. Just going on, um, like about his love, like growing up um, as well. Like I had a lot of uh, very self-critical, very self-conscious, very like self-loathing. <laughs> like I honestly hated myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that changed in me, like I, like I. Um, yeah, I just, I was just happy (laughs) and I started, um, like I was just happy and I, I never used to smile and now I smile heaps (laughs) and, uh, like, and now, um, like I, and I want to see the same for others now too, Mm -hmm. like just to have that same joy and just to like make others like laugh and smile. Mm -hmm something that like man praise god like god gives that amen so that's all (laughs) (laughs) praise god
0: yeah jemison (laughs) how
1: do you get saved bro um so a bit of backstory i grew up roman catholic went to roman catholic school primary school and high school good catholic boy Mm. in terms of experiencing god at Catholic Church. I don't. I I can only remember one time where I was just like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Mm. It was when I was a kid, and I only just like just realized this recently. "Shout to the Lord" was playing at the end of a mass, and I'm like belting it. You mm. know, I'm like five or six years old. Yeah. I just start crying, like tearing up. I was like, "What the heck is mm. happening? Why am I crying? It's just a song." Now I realize it was God tugging on my heart. And then, you know, fast forward, I was about 17. Uh, my mum was diagnosed with lung cancer. It was like a a freak thing. Like she didn't smoke or anything. So it was just like, how'd you get lung cancer? Um, She got diagnosed. um, And turns out Pastor Chris, the um, the pastor of this church, Harvest Now Church, went to work with my mum. So Pastor Chris um, connects with my mum. Pastor Chris and Pastor Larry come over. Um, I'm in my room. This was like a week or two after finding out the diagnosis. And then um you know i'm in my room i'm pretty sure i was watching avatar um and then it was just weird they walked in and the the atmosphere changed Mm. i I didn't know what was happening just felt something changed and it was just out of this world for me i was like what is going on Mm. i've never felt that before and i just started feeling like um like jittery yeah it's like what is happening and then i can hear them praying and stuff man they, they're they loud <laughs> mm. um growing up catholic you know you're you're praying the rosary in the in the corner of a house really quietly whispering um but these guys were just going full full spiritual warfare <gasps> mm. Full on mm. my my sister actually was like um isn't prayer supposed to be reverent like we both are, uh, grew up catholic mm-hmm. but anyway that's besides the point i didn't want to go outside because like you know having guests in your house is just like when you're that age and stuff it's just like oh I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't even know these people. It's so awkward. But I'm hungry, so I, I put it off as long as I can. I was like, "No, nah, I have to eat." <laughs> so I go outside and I'm like, "Oh, here we go." And like, Pastor Larry and Pastor Chris are over the moon to see me. i was <laughs> just like, "Bro, come on, man. I'm just, I'm just here to eat. It's all good." And then um, I'm eating. They're like, "Oh, you eat?" Blah blah blah. Mum's there. Um, she's on the couch, talking to her, and I'm just eating whatever's there. And then. Pastor Chris or Pastor Larry, I can't remember who it was. They said, "Okay, let's pray." So they're praying. I can't remember if it was tongues, but I know they were praying for my mom. And at that point, I felt like static on my shoulder, but it was like in the imprint of a hand. Mm. And I was like, "Yo, what? What is happening?" And then I tell my I tell my dad, and then he's like, "Oh, nah, that was me." I was like, "How's it you? You're on the other side of the room." Mm. And then Pastor Larry over here is he says, oh, praise God, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, can we pray for you? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, it can't hurt, right? And that was the very first time I ever experienced God. They prayed over me. I prayed the prayer of salvation that, that same day as well. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what came over. Well, I do know. It was Holy Spirit now. I know now that that was a Holy Spirit that came over me when... They laid their hands on me. They like didn't push me or anything. Like wasn't like this whole, you know. Some people freak out about being slain in the spirit. Like they, um, they're just really weird about it. But Pastor Larry literally, he just he just tapped, he he just tapped my forehead like that and just held it there, and I just felt like weak in the knees and I had to sit down. And then they're leaving and I was just like frozen because I just was trying to process everything. And that's when I got saved and I meant it. Um, Fast forward a little bit, you know, it's going well. Um, then mum gets a bad report. One bad report leads to another bad report. Um, and it, keep, it just keeps getting worse and her health declines. And unfortunately, in 2015, she passed away. And so I was Christian already at the time. And then when mum passed away, I stuck it out for a little bit longer. But the questions in my heart, like, God, why didn't you heal, heal her? Yep. Why didn't you save her? Um, all this stuff about healing and faith, it didn't work. Why didn't it work? So I tried to push those questions out of my head, but they just stayed there. Because I, when I went to church, the pastors would say, "God is good," mm, "God heals," mm, you know, "He can raise the dead," mm. and it was all these different things going on in my head. It's like, well, that didn't happen for my mum, and all this stuff happened, and then you know, that's when I started drifting away from God, and then. Yeah, I came to a point where I was just living like a living in the world again and then you know I pick up all my habits that uh, that I gave up picked them up again and then I got depressed, got suicidal and then it just was one thing after another just um, one thing I promised my mum this was like the turning point of where I was just like really 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 considering killing myself. I promised my mum. On a deathbed, that I, she she had already passed passed away at that point, but I was just holding her hand. I said, "I promise you, Mum, I'm going to do well in school." Because I knew I knew she wanted me to do well in school. Trials come for HSC. I flunk it, big time. Like I, I think I got one or two passes in all my subjects, and I was like, "Dude, I, I promised my mum this one thing, and I and I can't even achieve that." So now my mentality is tonight. Tonight's tonight. Um, I remember actually walking out of class that day, just, um, because I was just feeling so overwhelmed. I just walked out of class crying and I went to some, ba- uh, a bathroom on campus and one of, one of the boys had to come find me, um, cause I was gone for like, I don't, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. I was just crying in the bathroom. Um, and then my, my mate goes, Dry, are you in here? He's like, yeah, I'm pooping. <laughs> just to, just to sort of like, oh Yeah. Um, I'm all good. Um, and then that night, it was it was intense, to say the least. Like, I'm crying. Um, the, the thoughts I got that night were really dark and scary. And it was very, very much to the point of, like... I mean, just to give you a little bit of insight on what I was thinking about. Like, no one cares about me. If I killed myself, no one would care. Um, I'm already... I'm not even in... I'm, in a group at school, uh, my my friends didn't even really care for me. Um, I don't have a friendship group to actually cling to at school. These are all lies um, that I told myself. Um, if I kill myself, my dad and my sister are going to be all good. It will, ju- it will relieve the burden if I kill myself. All these different thoughts came through. And I'm looking at this little letter opener Stanley Life thing. And I'm like, man... That looks really, really good right now to just just end it all. Mm. I was looking at it and I'm like banging my head on my mattress, like I just wanna I just wanna hurt myself. Mm. And then there's this there's this moment where I not physically heard, but I I heard this thought and it was louder than the others. It was said, don't kill yourself, wait for Sunday. So this was already like maybe five Five to six months after my mum's death, which is a which is still pretty fresh, right? Super super fresh. Um, and that Sunday, I was thinking like, you know what? If nothing happens on Sunday, I'll just do it on Monday. Like it's no big deal. Um, I was very nonchalant about suicide. Just it's whatever. I do not really care. Like how Jello was saying, like I don't have, I don't have the will anymore. Like I just I just don't care anymore. Sunday comes. And then, um, service finishes, and the worship team starts playing a song, and I'm just crying. Man, I'm crying. And my dad's there with me. I'm sitting next to him, and he says, um, "He says, son, you have to. We have to go to the front. You need prayer." I'm like, "No, I don't want to go to the front." And he has to drag me to the front. He has to pull me there. And then they're praying over me. They're doing, you know, they're praying in tongues. They're casting out devils. Blah 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 blah. Um, not blah blah blah. Sorry, it was very good. It was very good press. <laughs> sorry, um, and then there's this moment where I was just screaming at the top of my lungs, just like God, where are you? Help me! And then I'm feeling like there's this chain around my chest, and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter as time goes on. It wasn't until one of the ladies from church actually came up to me, she started to pray over me, and then she just gave me a big embrace and she just didn't let go. And then I remember at that point I felt God's love but at the same time I felt like it was my mum and she was I was getting a hug from them. And then all the stress, this was HSC year. So if any if anyone has gone through year 12, you might have you might have already gone, just finished year 12 or you're going into year 12, it's a stressful time. Um, so on top of my mum passing away, I had exams to worry about. So the stress, the anxiety, the depression, the suicidal thoughts, all of that stuff that I was harboring in my heart. When this lady hugged me and said, "Um, devil, you get off this boy, and I command rivers of living water to flow through you in Jesus' name. Just like that, all that stuff ceased. Mm -hmm. And it felt like the thing that I was carrying rolled off, finally. And it felt light. I didn't feel like crying anymore anymore. I felt relieved. I felt peace. And it felt like something actually left inside of me. Something something exited my body. I remember Pastor Rod looked at me uh, and he said, Welcome back. <laughs> like, wow. Thank you, Pastor Rod. Yeah. <laughs> and my girlfriend came up to me. Um, we were in a really funny spot at that point. She said, I missed you. I was like, man... <laughs> what am I doing? This is crazy. And like, I, I just tried to process everything. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say as well, like I meant it the first time when I got saved, that prayer I prayed, I meant it the first time. The second time, I meant it as well. Yeah. And then it was that point, uh, the second time, I was like, all right, this is, I can't deny that God set me free from all that stuff. I can't deny that. Were there problems afterwards? Was I still dealing with my mother's death? 100% yes. Mm-hmm. It was a process that God had to walk me through. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So God had to walk me through. Though I walk through the fire, I will not be burned. Though I walk through the the waters, I will not drown. So He had to guide me through all those things. Mm. And it was a process. It's a process and a half. But we got there. And I got all my questions answered. You know, um, if God still heals today, what... um, what happened to your mum? There's this scripture that the Lord referred, uh, referred to when he was speaking to me on that. Um, so if you have those questions, I encourage you to get alone with God and get those questions answered. Um, he led, to, led me to this scripture in Mark, I believe, where Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they, they, they die, they shall live. Right? So um, he says that to uh, Lazarus's sister. Lazarus was dead at the time. And then after that, Lazarus was raised to life after four days. So at that point, I've said this in a previous podcast, um, I, I understood that mom didn't die. She graduated, right? That's what, I, that's what I said in the other podcast. She moved from here to heaven and she's waiting for me. Right, yeah. she she's keen to see me up there one day. I got a lot of stuff to do first, <laughs> yeah. right? I have stuff to do first, but I'm gonna see her again, and I give glory to God for that because He He let me know the answers to those questions. From that point on, I started living for God. The um the things that I've seen, you know, I've seen deaf people here. um, you know, I've I've seen limbs grow out. I've seen um, people with back pain who fell down a flight of stairs just completely healed. Um, that happened at Blacktown Blacktown Station. Um, I saw that. It's not overseas. Like I saw that stuff overseas in the Philippines on a mission trip as well, but it's not just limited to, to you know, all these countries overseas. Mm-hmm. It's for our, our city, our suburb as well. The area, you know. It's for our area as well. So the stuff I've seen and the stuff I've experienced and the way I've encountered God throughout the years since that day, like men. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way and I'm seriously great is your faithfulness Lord so yeah
0: hallelujah wow praise God alright guys that will be the end of this episode next week you get to hear about how Jamison and Guada came to Christ and I'm sure that will bless you I hope you got something out of these testimonies and I hope you enjoyed it because, quite simply, we were all changed once we encountered Jesus. And of course, we'd like you to experience that as well. So, before we go, I'd like to pray for you. So, thank you, Heavenly Father, for my friend listening on the other end of this podcast. I thank you, Father, that you have a plan for them, that you've predestined them before the foundations of the world. And I thank you, Lord for connecting them with that plan in jesus name i thank you father i release blessing and i thank you lord for life light and love to be released on their life right now in jesus name i thank you lord for encouraging them right now i thank you lord for instilling them with joy and peace in jesus name right now i thank you father in jesus name amen and uh whether you're a believer or not it doesn't matter jesus loves you big time and he's standing at the door of your heart and if you let him in it will be the best decision you'll ever make in your life so pray pray this prayer with me dear jesus today i am making the decision to give my life to you i acknowledge you as my savior that you died for my sin and rose again i am changing my ways and I make you Lord of my life. In your name I pray, amen. All right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, please share the podcast to anyone that you believe could benefit from hearing this. Like, comment, um, do everything. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at contact at harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.